Hey everyone, I'm Alex Cantor. And I'm Lily Rosenthal. Welcome to our podcast, Hot Pastrami. We are coming to you from our favorite booth at Cantor's Deli here in LA. We're going to invite some of our friends to join us for a chat over some matzo ball soup and pastrami sandwiches. So join us for new episodes of Hot Pastrami every week on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, or wherever you listen to podcasts. See you soon. Bye. I am Sarah Jane Case, and this is Enneagram and Coffee. Hello, friends. Welcome back to the podcast. Happy Tuesday. Happy Halloween. I hope that if you are listening to this in real time, you're feeling festive, you're having a fun time. We're dressing up as Bob Dylan songs. I'm dressing up as Rainy Day Lady, which is so easy. You have to just like bring an umbrella and wear a raincoat. Easy peasy. My husband's dressing up as Tangled Up in Blue which I think is really clever. So that's the plan for us. I hope you're dressing up. I hope you're dressing up to whatever extent feels fun for you. We're continuing our series today about accessing our inner child with the Enneagram type five. So as a reminder, I want to treat it almost like a bucket list of ideas that you can pull from just things to try to tap into that part of you. Now, for those who are listening to this series for the first time and haven't heard the explanation before, soul child's theory is essentially that the number we move to in rest is the little kid version of us. It's like when we were younger, this is who we were, this is who we wanted to be. And that somewhere along the way, we received the message that that version of us wasn't safe to exist. And so we protected it through kind of forming our personality structure, which is our dominant Enneagram type. So for Enneagram type five, that is the Enneagram type eight. I'm going to read you directly from Sandra Maitri's description of this, and I'm going to add a little bit to it because I think hers skews to the negative of like the unhealthiest version of eight. And her book goes into much more detail than just this little paragraph, but I want to add a little bit of context as well. So we're going to kind of do both. I haven't done this before, but here is Sandra Maitri's description. Inside of every self-enclosed, withdrawn, and quiet five lives a little eight-ish soul child who dreams of getting even and of devouring endless pints of ice cream. This soul child delights in getting down and dirty, slogging it out with the other kids, and lustfully immersing himself in life. His soul child may show up as a five, curses the other drivers within the isolation of his own car. As he screams at the referee while watching a football game on TV, or as he condemns all the politicians as crooks while listening to the evening news. A five soul child can be a little bully and a little bigot, convinced that he is right and closed to any other possibilities. He may be defensive and denying about any perceived weakness, reacting with aggression when challenged. He can be punitive and vindictive, wanting to get even with others who he feels have wronged him. For a five, these tendencies of his soul child can be challenging to acknowledge and allow, since they betoken a zesty and gutsy engagement with life that appears very threatening. As a child, his wholehearted and passionate engagement in life, for one reason or another, was not supported. His vibrancy and aliveness, his strength and his courage— His embodiment of the essential aspect of the red was damped down. The vindictive and self-avenging tendencies of his soul child, when it first appears, may well be his soul's response to this stifling. 
In reaction to his red not having been allowed, a five withdrew and cut himself off from his own vitality. As he allows his lusty and dynamic soul child to surface, a five will gradually reconnect with his aliveness and will progressively feel more part of life itself. As he integrates his soul child, his unknowing becomes more embodied and inclusive since his heart and his belly also become involved. As he contacts the courage to face the unknown, his life becomes more and more of an exciting and engaging adventure that he is fully and heartily immersed in. Okay, so, I mean, I, th I love what she says here. She's talking about, like, you have this, like, strong, powerful, angry, forceful, defensive being inside of you that you have learned isn't safe, is a little scary, is threatening, is maybe a little too much. And so you've learned along the way to tone that down. Fives more than any other number, I've heard say they heard the phrase growing up, children are to be seen and not heard. And if you know the five childhood wound, it's that either your space is going to be invaded upon or that you have no one to, you know, you kind of have to figure things out on your own. So kind of this sense of like, I'm going to isolate to prevent this little eight from rearing up. I've learned that I need to pull away and kind of hide out. So all of this to say is we go to get in touch with your inner child. I just want to emphasize that that little eight in you is not bad. It's not wrong. It had an unmet need, right? And so when we go to get in tune with that version of you, I don't want you to think about yourself getting in tune with like, how did she phrase it? Being a little bully and a little bigot. And I, I just want to say, you don't have to like think of it like that as much as you're thinking of like your, your force, your life force. You're getting in tune with your body, your power, your energy, your lust for life, right? So all of the things that I've put together here for your bucket list are life, energy, power, embodiment, lustful energies. So keep that in mind. So the first thing I have here for our fives is to take a boxing class. I picked boxing specifically because it's high energy, it's forceful, it's angry. I almost said martial arts, but I don't even think I want that energy for you because that's a little more head-centered, a little bit more actually peace-oriented, right? I want high energy physical movement for you to get in touch with like your force, your life force. So take a boxing class. Number two, go on a solo trip, even just a day trip. Fives can be pretty conservative with their finances and conservative with their experiences. And so I, I highly encourage you to take a trip, whether that's just, you know, a little one hour road trip to the town next door, do things out alone that just feel really fun and exciting and energy giving. Let your surroundings change you though. That's the thing is like, don't bring your body and your mind separate from one another, kind of like living it out through your head, staying in your own world. Instead, kind of go in, look around, observe, do it as even a meditative practice, kind of go in, try to let it change you, impact you, bring you to life, follow your intuition, Listen to what you want, what you don't want. Just kind of go have an experience and let it surprise you. Number three, do something that scares you. 
I almost put like an adrenaline rush here because eights are very drawn to adrenaline. So I thought about skydiving or bungee jumping, but I don't want to actually put on the list what I think will scare you. I want you to decide for yourself what's scary for you. Is it hitting publish on that website? Is it asking that person out that you are really drawn to? Is it is it bungee jumping? Is it going on the solo trip by yourself? Is it taking a boxing class? Do something that feels out of your comfort zone, uncomfy, scary, push through that fear because that little aid in you is tantalized by the idea of being fearless. So give it a little bit of attention. Number four, spend money on something just for the pleasure of it just because you want to, just because it feels good to do. Fives, like I said before, can be pretty conservative with their finances. So be a little frivolous. Give yourself permission to be frivolous with your money for a minute. It's like, um, I think of fives at, with spending or giving of their resources, the way that sevens are with negative emotions, right? As a seven with my negative emotions, I think if I dip my toe in them, I'm gonna get like sucked under and I'm gonna be lost forever in my darkness. And ones even have kind of have a little bit of this with enjoying pleasure, because it's like, if I just let myself have pleasure for the sake of pleasure, then like I might lose control. I might go crazy. I might become a sinful in nature. And the same thing can be true for fives with the resources. If I give a little, what if I give a lot? What if I lose control of like how much I'm holding on to? but you can trust yourself to know your limitations. Be a little, be a little frivolous, you know, let yourself have a little moment. Number five, indulge in your senses. Do something that is very sensual, not necessarily sexual, but sensual, like you're smelling, you're tasting, you're hearing, you're feeling. Be, put yourself in a situation like that. Maybe it's going out to like a multi-course dinner. Maybe it's going out flower picking and like smelling the flowers, being in a flower field. Maybe it's gardening, putting your hands in the dirt, you know, do something that is touching in on your senses. Six, find healthy ways to express your anger or even experience your anger. She talks about yelling at the car, you know, at road rage is kind of a way that that can kind of come out. But what if you punched a pillow? What would it feel like to break a plate? What would it feel like to scream at the top of your lungs in the car while you're driving to work or driving home from work? Just like release that anger energy. Number seven, this is cheesy but I still want you to do it. And that's power poses. If you haven't heard of power poses, it, it's essentially this idea that like you can gain confidence by doing certain poses, by making your body like really big, kind of like <sighs> making like um, big, like mouth sounds, putting your hands really high up in the air, stretching your body out, putting your hands on your hip and like puffing your chest out like these postures can help you to feel more confident, powerful. If you've seen Ted Lasso, Rebecca does it and she kind of teaches Nate to do it and Nate kind of twists it and turns it into kind of like a self-loathing thing. Don't do that, but definitely play with the power poses. I actually do these. I do these before a speaking engagement, like in my car. I can even feel the difference right now having done them for, I was like, doing them as I was describing them. 
And I can even feel the difference in my voice. I'm like projecting outward. I'm feeling much more at ease in talking. I feel more vibrant. So give them a try. Even if you do it, like do it once a morning before you leave the house for a week. Just do it. There's no loss, right? Even if it feels silly, just do it. See how, see what happens. Number eight, do a challenge of some kind. It's something that requires you to export a lot of energy, which is like the night type five nightmare. <laughs> like some of you are like clicked off just then, but play with it, play with the energy of a challenge. So one example of this is like, let's say you're an artist. A lot of fives are artists. Let's say you are an artist, you do a 30 day, I create something new and post it on Instagram challenge or TikTok, wherever you want to be. Maybe your challenge is to train for a marathon. Maybe your challenge is train for a 5k, you know, do couch to 5k or something like that. Maybe your challenge is to make something from scratch once a week for a month. Pick something that feels exciting, but also a little intimidating and something that you're afraid you might not have the energy for and commit to doing it and watch yourself expand your capacity and your visibility and your confidence because confidence is built in doing things we don't think we can do. So if you want to build that sense of your eight, your that confident, strong, powerful, energetic force, you're going to want to like expand your capacity, almost like you're growing a muscle, right? Like you're going to, it's going to be hard. It's not easy. It's going to take discipline and focus and commitment. But on the other end of that is expanded capacity, confidence, drive, visibility, potentially in a good way. So pick a challenge and do it. Number nine Tell someone the truth about how they made you feel, particularly negative emotions. I think positive are great, but I think for eight, it's like conflict. We're like lean into some conflict and not in like an antagonistic way, but just in a, instead of floating away from somebody and then reappearing when you want to enter that relationship again, or you've kind of forgiven them on your own have them talk about it, talk about it, have a conversation, be honest about how you feel, what worked for you, what felt good for you, what didn't feel good for you. Maintain that relationship through consistent care in the form of healthy conflict. Additionally, if you want to go even further, pick someone you're really mad at, maybe even someone you don't want a relationship to and write a letter that says everything that you really wish you could say on a hundred percent truth, like all the nastiest bits, all the pieces that you wish you could have said, and then burn it, let it, let it go. And then 10 is a little bit of a wild card for, for our fives, but I really think it could be a fun one. It's, you know, this is your bucket list. I think take like a tantric workshop, get in tune with that lustful, passionate part of you. I have a lot of fives in my life who are very sensual people. They're often experiencing it through their mind, through their thoughts. We have an interview coming up this week, actually, with two of my Instagram Enneagram friends. And we're going to talk about 
sexuality in the Enneagram. And one of the things I learned from them at the Enneagram conference was that fives can be like kind of into kink, like from the headspace. And I want you to touch in with like your sensuality from an embodied place. What does it mean to bring my body here and be in my physical form and be conscious of my physical form? And I think Tantra, Tantra, Tantra is a path to that. That could be really fun. It could be really interesting. And it's a bucket list after all. So like, you know, play with it. So that is what I have for you. I, I think this one's a really fun one. It's a little more action oriented. Maybe this is the seven wing eight in me. I'm like, these sound easy, but I hope that it, I hope that it challenges you, but brings you a little bit more to life and steps you more into your power. So Thank you all so much for joining me as always. It's an absolute pleasure to create this content for you and I will see you tomorrow for the next one. Bye. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.